0: And welcome to Versus Player, the podcast about games, life, and everything in between.
1: I'm Jono. I'm Joe. Jason.
0: And I'm back. Yeah. On my secret mission.
1: And how was that secret mission, Jono? Oh, you can can you? Let the people I forgot know? about the secret yeah. mission. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I knew you as were soon As soon as you English. said secret mission, I was just like, huh? I was like, ah. Secret so, mission. So let's elaborate. I was on holidays. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> i, I I took the missus to Europe nice and while it was very much a trip about M getting to see all the things she's been studying from studying latin and, and roman history i made sure there were some nerd adventures through there in which case i'm going to chronicle a few of those throughout the course so of the you visited
1: a lot of the sites from assassin's creed video games
2: i was thinking the
0: same thing <laughs> he was enzioing it as joe would call him yes i did <laughs> actually i visited the sites of a lot of video games in which case, not to spoil anything, but that's coming in another future episode. A future episode? Why not this episode? Because um, do you remember that little thing we used to do, draw distance? Yeah. You got to uh... guess the video game from the photo from my trip. Awesome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Did you yeah. wait? Hold on. So did you like? purposefully take these photos yeah there's with the a few minor or is it just by chance no there's a few I definitely took wow you're I went... dedicated international it. reporter Jonathan so
1: you can claim the trip on, as, as a business expense <laughs> I can yeah well, yeah we... let me
2: just check the finances <laughs> Where it's zero donate to versus player on Patreon setting up this afternoon
1: if you want to set up our Patreon for us please do yeah <laughs> you should sure
0: yeah. sure to put cash in our account we can't even afford to set it up ourselves, so that's how broke we are yeah <laughs> But yes, no, it was a it was a really fun trip. Um, do you want to talk about something? It was yeah. a really fun secret mission. It was a very. We fun want to talk mission. about this immediately. Okay, so um, I, I've seen some game stores in different countries now. What so, countries? So we started in Italy. Yep, and I went out of my way in Rome to try and find a GameStop, which happened to be out of town. Oh, not that far. It was Wait, like a couple of did subway stops. You travel stops. out of town just to, to go to a game stop? It was like two subway stops. Okay. And it was a really did you go cool... alone, or did you take? No, you I, oh. M was forced to come along. Yep, and she would have loved that. Well, because <laughs> I spent a whole five minutes in there. She went. We came all this way for five minutes, and went, that's all I need, baby. Yeah, well, well, no, you can see was, you did it. There was nothing in there, and it was boring. And I think I did. I end up sending you the photo of the GameStop. No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Anyway, so I'll send you the photo. Um, but then when we went, when we and left- what
1: was different about the Italian GameStop? These have being called GameStop and we don't have web e b
0: yeah i mean it's, it's an e b like there's a lot of parallels in terms of um like a lot of the signage looks very was everything similar. on sale no surprisingly <laughs> enough, that would have been nice um, that was very long and thin, yep. and for some reason, the registers right at the back almost in a second room it's really? it's really weird but um but not stupid weird it was just very very narrow um not not like the Rooms that we can swing cats in in our EBs, which are, are very large these days. Swing yeah. cats in those. A... Yeah, you could hold a cat by the yeah. tail and swing it. You could. You've got enough room to be able to do that. Yeah. EB but in, in Italy, EB, long and thin. Long and thin. Long and thin. For small cats. So I was a little disappointed by that. it's like, you know, I've been in a foreign country for a whole three days, and what do you mean I can't have a decent game store? <laughs> so then we, um, later in the trip, we went down to Sorrento, which is just before the Amalfi Coast. Really beautiful spot. We're using it to go up to Pompeii, and I wasn't looking for a game store at this point, but, you know, back of my mind, I'm thinking there's got to be some Priorities, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. We get off the train, and we start heading towards our, our hotel, and what do we pass along the way? A game stop right near the train station. It's like, yes! <laughs> and this one yielded some results. Long and thin? Yeah, actually, the design was very similar. Right. Very similar. So no cat swinging. No cat swinging. That's a shame. Yeah, very sad. Have you not heard that expression before?
1: No, really? <laughs> yeah.
2: What do you mean? Are you really not? No. I thought you were just making some sort of joke about swing animal cruelty. Yeah, like
0: it's swing a cat is like you know like there's enough room to be able to that you can have a, <laughs> yeah, a cat. So I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, went in there a day later and had a look through the range and found. Now this is an Italian store, so all these games are Italian. I found. Um, Battalion Wars 2 for the Wii. Is Battalion
1: wanted... Wars or Battalion Wars?
0: Battalion Wars. Everyone said that to me. Actually, you made that joke, didn't you? <laughs> That's a terrible joke. Yeah. So, Battalion Wars 2 for the Wii <laughs> and Loco Roco 2 and Patapon 2 for my PSP. Awesome. So, on, it was like school. on UMD? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. How much were they? Um, like in I, I paid about uh, 20 euros, so about 40 bucks for those three. Wow. Okay, yeah. Which is not bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's cool. pretty good. Pon, pon, pon. Paterpon. You know, I have not played Padapon two yet. I played Loco Roco, yeah, right. Just like the first one. I Wii feel like Patapon games. would be a good mobile game now.
2: Yes. I think it'd be a brilliant
0: mobile game because mm. so they remastered Loco Roco, but they didn't. Um, I don't think I don't know if Patapon has been has come back on the PS4. Yeah. And all we can hear in the background is Jen going hard at Red Dead Redemption two. This is the problem with Red Dead
2: Redemption two. When you're like sprinting, it's the GTA controllers. It's just the mashing of the A button over and over again. It's probably going to be picked up, but who cares? This is, I mean, let's put it this way. If you've been playing Red Dead and, like, you probably should be, um, you're, prob- are, you're probably I'm used to this noise
0: right now. Yeah. This tap, 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 tap of the A There's another reason why I couldn't play it. Or I'm the sure X button. Yeah. would go nuts. She goes, will you stop mashing that controller? But I have to. I can't uh-huh. go any faster. <laughs>
2: Jono has the ultimate experience of Red Dead, where he has to walk everywhere or like ride like at a casual pace <laughs> you because it's like a slow game. Yeah, but wait yeah. till you
1: Play it like Jono does, mm-hmm. <laughs> but,
2: he's, but he loves it that much that he'll do it. I'll get to Red Dead eventually. Eventually. Well, I got to get to the first one first.
0: But before you get to Red Dead, where'd you go next? Um, well, we traveled through a lot of Italy. Um, I didn't see another game store until
3: <sighs>
0: where was it? Paris, Paris. Yeah, so... City of Love. So, Game GameStop in Paris is not called GameStop. Is it called
1: Le GameStop?
0: No, it's part of the same the same franchise and chain, but they call it um, Micromania. Right.
1: I thought you were going to say Royale GameStop. I'm sorry, these jokes are terrible. It would have been cool,
2: is everything you know about Paris from... Um, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, okay. Yeah. That's good education, yeah. So yeah, that, that was cool. I mean, laid out like a GameStop, but... How, was it was it long and thin? Could you swing a cat, or was it like
0: definitely earthy? swing cats this time? You could swing cats. More blue tones, darker walls. Not yep. as bright and white as EBs over here. Welcome to
2: video game architecture store review one hundred and one. <laughs>
0: yeah. So that that was the last experience for a game store on there, and then all throughout the UK, I kept trying to find It'd be the, game, but it just be game. I tried to find game. That's all they had. And everyone that I'd see on a map, especially through London. That I go, oh, I'm right near one. Let's go take a look. Wasn't there. Because they were closed or was it No, because the shop wasn't there. There was another shop entirely in that spot. Wow. So it was it was funny. There was a lot that were on the maps that clearly didn't exist anymore. Right, right. To so the point where I was starting to think, well, I know Game went through some troubles mm. and like they shut over here. And I know they had problems over there as well. And I thought maybe they were all closed down. But I checked their website and there was clearly still stores around. Yeah, right. And clearly the ones in London, I was just Going to the wrong ones that were still on the map and shouldn't have been. There was one that was meant to be on Regent Street, right near the um, the Apple Store and Hamleys, and nothing. Because game in the U, like game in Australia,
2: yep. bought out Games Wizard, yes, right, that's right. And then eventually we just lost game completely. Yeah, they went bankrupt or whatever. We Games Wizard. No, 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 no. no it games Wizard's gone. You're what? thinking of Games Men? I'm thinking of Games Men. So oh, yeah, yes. Games yes. Men. Is... I loved
1: Games Wizard. Game, games Wizard when I was young. Yeah, was my game shop. Yeah, yeah, it's a love game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: cool. Um, but CEX was <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My, uh, yes. my touch point over there.
1: That's your kind of sh- kind of store. With well, the I was retro. looking for retro games. Yeah. yeah.
0: So um, I encountered a few, and I wasn't quite finding what I wanted in London. I did find a copy of Headhunter for PS2. I didn't. I thought it was a Dreamcast game. It was, but it got a release on PS2. Oh, right. And then the sequel came out on the. Uh, PS2 and the Xbox and I got the sequel and if you remember from a previous podcast I was really excited because I bought it from an Australian shop in the UK um, online and when they sent it out it was still sealed remember I was really excited 12 years and it hadn't been opened so I thought well I should maybe try and find the original game I knew it was on PS2 and it was 50p so I thought I might buy this and then I realised I had no cash I'd been paying for everything on card and I thought 50p is a little less a little too little to put on a card, probably. So I didn't try, and I thought I could always come back. I'll get some cash, and no, I didn't. Oh, and no. then we went to Bath. When we'll, we went to yep. visit Stonehenge, and then went to Bath, yep. and I knew there was a CEX there. And I'd been checking their website to see what games they had, and they had the mother load. Apparently, they had all the Mega Drive games I've been hunting for, and all the Wii games I've been looking for. What stupid me hadn't realised is I wasn't refreshing the page properly. So every game that I'd already found a copy of somewhere in the UK, I thought I was finding in Bath, but it wasn't. Right. (laughs) So when I got there, most of those games weren't there, but I did find a couple of gems. So I got um, Rogue Leader for the GameCube. Yep. Because I had Rogue Strike, the third game, and this was the first game that was on there, the second Rogue Squadron game. So I've got that now. And um, I also got Headhunter. On the Dreamcast. Oh wow, dude! Yeah, very for, cool. That was um, that was about six pounds. What was the condition of it? Okay, um, pretty good. There's like a small crack in the front. That you doesn't know, matter. Yeah, you know, the case. cases. Yeah, they the were cases are really flimsy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's in pretty good. I nick like the
2: Dreamcast cases though. Like they they seem like they were really premium. But, um, but they just were so just,
0: easily broken. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Oh, actually, slight aside. I remember buying um, Shenmue yeah. for the Dreamcast. And I in was in the, the quarry centre from papery sort of, EB, the yeah, in the cardboard yeah. sleeve, and I got it out of EB, and I'm walking along with it, just so excited to have a copy of it. I pulled it out of the shrink wrap, and I'm going down the escalators, and it slips out of my hand and tumbles down the escalator, uh. and the case cracks, and all the discs pop out. They were all in great condition. The case still has a bit of a crack in it. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Was anything damaged? No, after? no, it, no, it, it was all right? worked fine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because I played all the way through it. So, did it you play good. all the way through it? The first one, yeah. Wow, nice. Yeah yeah well I mean 1 and 2 came out on the PC recently and uh, Xbox and um, PS4 yep so I'm really tempted because they they did fix the visuals a bit but I, I heard they still look really washy so I much play say, the originals
1: I, I would say no though in terms of gameplay that would be really dated wouldn't you think well uh, Shen,
2: Shenmue I mean Shenmue is very ahead of its time like f- for what it was but like if you really look back on it the gameplay and stuff wasn't that great no, it no. was just you know what like one day and like Not to deviate from this conversation, but one day Red Dead may look like that. Like there are elements of this game that are like you know quite slow slow paced and stuff like that. And and Shenmue for me, like I was so excited when Mm. I I still remember the day I got Shenmue. Um, I I I remember the I remember the day like I remember it so vividly. I was at my my godmother's house and I would go over there and stay over every now and then. And I was waiting for Shenmue for so long. And um, my mum rang me while I was at my godmother's house because I was staying there for a couple of days. Yeah. And she said, "Oh, I got that game that you really wanted." <laughs> um, and it was, a, I remember it was $100. Yeah. And she got it from um, EB Games at Burwood. Yep. Um, and I was just like, oh. And like, yep. I'd been reading um, Electronic, uh, Electronic, bo- no, what's it called? Electronics Boutique? Or like, there was. Uh, L- no, um, no G- sorry. Electronic Gaming Monthly? Sorry. Yeah, EB Games. Yeah, 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 right. Sorry. That was what I was reading. And um, it was just, expl- it was like five pages. Yeah. And i just read it and read it and read it all over again. Like, just the whole idea of walking out this. Super real world And like Experiencing yeah. like 1987 or 1986 Japan Or whatever it was Um And I was so excited And like My godmother see could the
0: see yeah, yeah 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 And my
2: godmother could see How excited I was She's like You don't want to be At my place anymore Do you <laughs> Like my godmother Was like a, like Was this place like could go out And it was like Really cool And yeah. like It was separate To all my friends And like She was just a Like a really cool person To hang out with And like yeah. I would always Any excuse I could To hang out at her place I would Um And and I just, I just didn't want to be there anymore. And she knew I didn't want to be there anymore. And I remember she offered me. This is seriously. This yeah. is what she offered me. She offered me fifty dollars, which to a what was it? twelve years old? Maybe twelve yeah. year old kid is like all the money in the world. Yeah, yeah. it's still a lot of money. Yeah, um, and to like, she was like, "Can I offer you fifty to stay?" And she was just like, "Nah, you don't want to stay." And I went back to my mum's place. She gave me the fifty bucks still, but I went oh, back to my mum. So I had, I had fifty dollars. There's a good, great ending to the story. Yeah. I had fifty dollars. I had Shenmue, and I put the fifty dollars underneath my Dreamcast, yeah. and I played Shenmue for like months, and I forgot about the fifty bucks. Oh. And then one day, when I went to go and change the game out of it, um, I found the fifty dollars under the Dreamcast. Oh, that's awesome! It was a win. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: That, that's why I remember Shenmue. It was that's fifty bucks, so but cool. yeah. it was very cool. That's
1: very cool.
0: Well, to Joe's point, I'd gladly still play it. Like, yeah. this is the thing. I love retro games and old. Old looking games No I don't mean old looking or or look. I even, mean the play the Even gameplay game It has to be really bad Before I give up yeah. Um, yeah If there's something Redeeming about it I'm there Which Brings me to the last game I found at CEX Bath What's up? Me- the only other The only Mega Drive game I found on my trip Robocop versus Terminator Oh jeez They yes. had that For both the Mega Drive And In that and game the though Master You only system. played as Robocop Right? You, you can't play, play as, as Terminator, Terminator. Yeah Because yeah, Robocop was deemed As the good guy Because he's yeah, yeah. a cop and he's a robot. Well, actually, he was also the bad guy. So, I before I got to play cause it, because it took a couple of days when we got home before I got a chance to pull out the Mega Drive and plug it all in, um, I've, I read the back of the box and didn't realise it was based on the Frank Miller comic Robocop versus Terminator. So, I went on to Comixology and downloaded the, the thing and, and read the whole issue. And the, the whole storyline, they've integrated the two movies, is that... Robocop was What Skynet used To create the Terminators Oh wow And so Someone was sent back In time to kill Robocop To stop the Terminators From being created (coughs) So it's like an alternate timeline So really Robocop is bad But he's just trying to do good Because he's a Robot cop And and when he eventually Finds out that he's the cause of it Does he kill himself? He No He then Makes it his crusade To eliminate Skynet And the Terminators Because by this point in time He's in the future for some reason I can't remember how But if he just died If he just killed himself Wouldn't that be the end of it? Um no, because Skynet kept sending other Terminators back to change the timeline. So eventually he just went all the way through and went, nah, finishing this off. Wow. And it, you know, there's lots of time travel shenanigans.
3: That's Which, mental,
2: right? So you've picked up this really old game that I have very limited memory of, other than I was like, oh, it plays the Terminator. Oh, oh, I'm just Robocop. And then you've gone and read
0: the comic and the lore and yeah. the history behind all of it. And went further and found out that the SNES version of the game is actually vastly different to the. It often was, like yeah, that, it was, right. Yeah. All the Disney games, Lion I King and it, Aladdin, yeah. and you know, yeah. And while I think the graphics on actually, I'm really torn about this because I watched a video on on the Sega version versus the Nintendo version, and they ended up winning it out for the the Sega version. I went, yeah, because you know, Sega fanboy. Yep, but. It's the superior console, home, was, home of Sonic. Exactly, yeah. but there was some. Something... I'm the, I'm, I'm so, sorry, you, to you want to rest your much. voice? You know it's not very. Good. <laughs>
2: oh, Joe's cutting out. I'm
0: sorry. He's just turned off.
2: And... <laughs> just shut up. Just
1: give him a go.
0: Next podcast, when I got my voice back, I'll, I'll
1: get on my rant. Yeah. Okay. On. okay.
0: Well, um, it, there's actually something in the visuals on the Super Nintendo version that looks really cool. It's, It's got a more comic book look, while the. Mega Drive Genesis version has a sort of realistic look with the you know the the real polished look of Robocop where it's sort of you know his silver turns to purpley blue in certain spots.
2: Whereas in the the Super Nintendo version, I imagine it's more of just like a, a standard sort of grey kind of cell shady sort
0: of look. Maybe. Yeah, and, and yeah. it looks it actually looks really cool. So I, both look really interesting, and they've both got their advantages and disadvantages. So I think I'd like to play the Super Nintendo one one day just out of curiosity. But yeah, no, it's. it's It's interesting, but I'm really loving it. But it is hard. I ended up putting on easy. Yeah, I remember it being difficult. And then reading online and finding out there's all these secret rooms hidden throughout the game. That help you. Um, Yeah, well, you go and kill some stuff and you end up with all these extra weapons that you wouldn't have had at
2: that point in the level. See, I still remember, I've I've mentioned this once before on another podcast, but uh, a a game called eSWAT, which was essentially Robocop. Yeah. But when you eventually get to become eSWAT, which is a a flying robot... You had to go through three levels. You were just a normal cop that gets turned into eSWAT. It was yeah. RogoCop. But, like, you wanted to be eSWAT, man. Yeah. And the first three it's levels were so game. hard. It is. The first three levels
0: were so hard that I never got to become him. No, neither are I. Yeah. Actually, if you want to play it, it is um, one of the Sega Forever titles where you can download it to iOS or Android and, and play it for free. Mm. I don't with, want to play without... that again. I want to play
2: it just it. to become eSWAT once. And no, then I want, to, I want to say to Jen, Jenna, tonight I became Eastwatch. She's
0: like, I don't care. <laughs> I, you and me both. You and me both. <laughs> yeah. But my whole trip, so I, I, did I find another game store? Yeah, um, I actually found, I finally found a game in the UK and that was in our last day in Embra. Was, I found one and went, hey, I found one! And there was nothing retro there, so I left quite disappointed. Um, <laughs> and then went to the CEX and there was nothing that I wanted there either. So, I mean, that were all the games I picked up there, but I was after two games in particular. Mm. And I thought, you know what, the Australian market for older games is, is really hard. There's not much out there from what I've been able to find, or it's all on eBay. So I thought, if there's ever a chance, I'm going to find it there and in the UK I probably would have found the two games I was after but they were in CEX's that were nowhere near where I was or we were passing by it and never near it and then did
1: one train trip for you she was not going to do another
0: yeah that was a a very short train trip that's love man like just going to that one that That first time that's a big ask actually Actually, I sold that train trip as well we're going to need to use the subway tomorrow so we might as well get used to it today (laughs) Um, (laughs) get used to the subway a... And she bought it hello, hello Have you been on the Italian subway? I have, yes Yeah, the, yeah exactly You want to get used to it first oh, You yeah. stand there Protecting your pockets Just in case um, uh, But no, Actually it wasn't that bad It was down Naples That was where It was a little bit Like dodgy
2: Yeah I've heard bad things About Naples
0: Yeah I've, Everyone I talked to Before we left Was um, You got all... anything to say About Naples, Joe? No, no he doesn't have anything to say no, They all is got is pickpocketed it? Yeah Like multiple times And, yeah. I, like, and I heard oh. that just Like when
2: you go there You just immediately Have a really bad time and all the people from there, no good. <laughs> we've just isolated our Naples audience completely. Napoli,
1: yes, Napoli, part of your podcast
3: is silly, anyway. <laughs> the gag
2: here is that um, Joe uh, from the motherland originates from uh, Naples. Well, uh, half my, my half. dad, he's he's, he's Nape, out of the Naples. The other part's from Rome. We like that, so we're
0: right We've we totally balanced it out. I've you. never been,
2: and I've never been in Naples, so I don't I don't know I'd anything about train it. Train station, that was it. I had a friend named Ricardo. He was from Napoli, and he loved yeah. it. He always just say, "I'm from Napoli."
0: Yeah, it's it's it seems to have a real love hate thing. It's like you either really like Naples or you really don't.
2: It's the same with Florence. There are people who like go to Florence and are just like, "This is where I must die," not not well, I will die, but like I must die. Is yeah. like you know this is this is everything. I and then Florence, other people but... go there, and then it was very. Uh, I, I went there with with my mate Brennan, and we were it was very down the middle for us. You know, he really yeah. didn't like it. I thought it was quite nice.
0: So yeah, no, it was yeah. good. But um to finish my story until the next time I bring up some reason to talk about Europe the two games I was chasing for wow she's really riding that horse hard yeah Um, okay Jen's still playing Red Dead Redemption the the two games I was really chasing for was um, Gunblade New York with um, LA Machines so the the Sega arcade game um, on the Wii because when it was over here, it only ever got released in JB, and they had it initially for about thirty bucks. And I thought, you know what, no one's going to buy it because it got released right at the end of its the, the console's life. I thought I'll sit on it. One day it'll hit five dollars. Oh, it got sh- down sh- to about Jen's <laughs> uh, misfortunes. Oh, no. <laughs> um, it got right down to about fifteen bucks. I thought, no, no, I'll keep waiting, and then I never saw it again. Yeah. So. I didn't find that in the UK and the other game I was looking for there were copies around but again I was nowhere near them and the other game I was looking for was Captain America and the Avengers on Mega Drive so what did I do when I got home? I went on eBay and bought both of them (laughs) wow
1: but like those light gun Wii games Jono and I I I used to work we got our money's worth yeah I used to work and drive home past Jono's on the way home yeah (coughs) and Ali was working in the city so she'd get the train near Jono's so we used to play video games
0: Oh, for it was like fantastic. Hours. Yeah, hours.
1: Like mo- most days of the week, and we would play light gun games. Yeah. On the Wii all the time.
0: Um, and we so much fun. Oh, Ghost Squad. Yeah, that's Ghost what Squad? we used to play no, all so the
1: time. Resident Evil?
0: No, it was. Um, I did have Resident Evil. We never got to play it, though.
1: No we did. We played one. It was on a train. I
0: swear you got to oh, play it Oh, we did play it once. Yeah. 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 Um, Resident um, Evil Zero, wasn't it? I can't remember. Um, um Umbrella Chronicles. Oh, it yeah, must it was be. Umbrella yeah. or something or another. Um, no, the other game we used to play was House of the Dead 3. Not 3. House of the Dead. Overkill, overkill, overkill. Yeah. overkill.
1: or something like that. Yeah,
0: we got our money's worth out of Sega. Oh, score, Sega yeah. light gun games on the Wii, they were yeah. fantastic. I got out my Wii Zapper again for um, Gunblade, and it's. I'm really enjoying it. It's good, excellent. It's no different. The arcade, it's fantastic. But Robocop versus um, Terminator, great, and Captain America: The Avengers only just arrived for me today, so. I know what I'm getting into I'm going to love it either way It's going to be good Well You've got to yeah. get some Two player action on that Yeah Oh definitely
1: We're happy to have you back
2: Thanks
0: guys And we're
1: glad you had Such a good time Oh on it was fantastic very fun Secret mission
2: Yes
0: It was awesome Yes Super secret mission Super secret A nice photo snake. I was yeah. listening to that On the flight And I was pissing myself Laughing <laughs> <You guys> go, <laughs> And he's on his secret mission yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah We were supposed to milk that For all it's worth Yeah and absolutely And then you forgot all about it Chase. I did I'm it was really your sorry. Idea. It's been so long <laughs>
2: I often
0: have ideas that I forget about. (laughs) So, yeah. So, before we get on to the main event, because I know you guys are going to want to talk Red Dead for a little while. If you don't mind. Oh, of course. There's one other game I've been playing. Please. I I bought it while I was traveling. It was um, on my Switch. Excellent. And it was Towerfall. So, you've been playing Towerfall Ascension alone? It's not even Ascension. This is just Towerfall. Because it's got all the content. So, they just call it Towerfall. They don't call it Towerfall. They do not. Do they really? They just call it Towerfall. So, why... I don't know Really? Yeah I never thought
2: I, I own it too But I just yeah. assumed It was called Towerfall Ascension no, Towerfall just, is a better name Yeah Like why Ascension You know yeah, what I mean Yeah Ascension almost seems like a, a, a rubbish Not a rubbish knockoff Like a knockoff Where you climb a tower yeah. And try and get as high as you can But yeah uh, I didn't
0: realise that um, It's a great game Yeah so Towerfall And um, Tricky Towers Tricky Towers ta- Did you play that with Emma a lot? Yeah we yeah, played a little excellent. bit And then um, Towerfall I played on my own M hasn't felt the need to Gosh she played once with me I think But I've been playing it in, um, this is the co-op mode, where you you can fight against um, uh, monsters. Yep. And I am addicted. The last four nights, I've been stuck on this one level, and I have probably played this level close to a hundred times. But you want to get it done. And I'm just determined to beat it on hardcore, because hardcore really ups the challenge, and I feel accomplished when I get through it. Don't you love that
1: in-game? So Uh, when you can just do it, like, when I played, uh, was it Celeste? Early yep. on in the year There was like a couple of screens That took me so many goes Yeah, But you, you felt like Such a sense of accomplishment Did Diffic- you wanted to do
2: it Difficulty has been So like This could be a whole podcast About difficulty But like When I was young And I would play games I didn't have the dexterity Or the mental capacity To be I able to complete A lot of those young. games And I'm not sure If those games were hard back then Or if like You know If I was 30 years old And I was playing these games from the nineties, if yeah. I would just be amazing at them, because no. I have years of experience.
1: We were better. I was better when I was younger. At video yeah, games they are harder. Yes, they
2: are like, harder. There's okay. no question. Right, because like, there were a lot of games where I would only get up to a couple. I mean, you didn't have saving and stuff for yeah, a lot that's of them.
1: What I mean, that element of it as well. There are hard oh. games today. Sorry, Jace, a on. Going.
0: No, take, well, take out the saving element, and they are still hard. Well, that's what I was saying with like Robocop versus Terminator. I had to put it on easy. Because I was just dying at the same spot, and there was nothing I was. But doing But then, to is the it.
2: question: Is it poorly coded, or is it poorly made? Like it was acceptable for the time, but they didn't have the capacity for us to, like, you know, was there was there an element of lag or frame problems, I, or like, do you know what I mean?
1: I think a big part of it was the arcade culture back then, though, where yeah. they wanted you to have to have put extra money in to keep them playing, and the, that kind of that gameplay mentality transferred to the home console market and a lot of those games were were um arcade games so like like you know double dragon golden axe and all those sorts of things where you know you use your power up and you lose your health and yeah like that sort of thing you know that was like a very common gameplay i just
2: i just remember like i mean even games like um shinobi or like i mean battletoads is notorious for being difficult but even then um you know uh what else was there uh, comic zone Yes. Comic Zone yes. was was it's I always brilliant. wanted to it's finish so that. Hard. It's a great game, but it was super super I difficult. I played it this year. Yeah, I finished Comic I Zone finish finally. It. But I, oh, you finished it? But yes, I played it on uh, the PSP actually, many a long yes. time ago. But you could save on the PSP.
0: Yes, it was a Sega Mega Drive collection. It was, that we and you,
2: and you could save, and and that that's what made it. You know, that's, that's how you could accomplish it. But like, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like difficulty these days was like I, I moved away. So what I, what I found was that you know um, the last time I remember actively choosing. Until recently, actively choosing to play something on hard was like, you know, Modern Warfare 1, where yeah. one veteran, you yeah. know, you complete, uh, what was the name of it, uh, Mile High Club or whatever. Uh, we, we were you to you wanted to do it, but you're also competing with your friends, and it was frustrating, it was annoying, but eventually you got there, you got that satisfaction. yeah But then I found as, like, um, sort of, as as time went on, I, I had less time to yeah. be able to, you know, through work or relationships or whatever, games, life, and everything in between. Um, I didn't I didn't want to do that. I just wanted to play the game. So even Spider Man, like I wasn't enjoying the combat in Spider Man, I upped up I upped the difficulty. But then eventually I just got to the point where I was like, "Now this is too hard, so I went back. Yeah. And there are only it's it's only been recently that I've really wanted to play more difficult games and get that satisfaction of like getting through that level yeah. or, or or completing it on hardcore. Or the more common thing with uh, strategy games these days is Iron Man, which is something that Nexcom yeah. has coined, which is essentially permadeath, yeah. right? Um and yeah, I'm just I'm enjoying that more and more now. But what I find is that I focus on. It, it's a combination of two things. I own too many games, yeah. and so therefore I want to pay x amount of dollars for one game. Hollow Knight is a great example of that. Um, I want, and I just want to play this one game. Yeah, uh, it, Hollow Knight became my portable game. I was kind of playing some things on the side. I was playing God of War and uh, Spider Man at the time, but Hollow Knight became this sort of side game that I wanted to focus on, and I never. I mean, it's difficult. You don't have a choice with difficulty. Yeah, it is very difficult. Until recently, I discovered in Hollow Knight, and I sent this picture to you guys, that there is a steel or an iron mode, or whatever it's called, where you're not allowed. Like, if you die, your save gets wiped. Yeah, I remember And that. I die so much in that game. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know how it's possible. Yeah, I can't. I can't fathom it. Yeah. Um, so I don't really have a desire to play that exactly because I know what the time sink is going to be on that. Yeah. Um, and I still yet to finish the game. But, Like. 80 something percent there's 107% in the game mm. um, but difficulty is is one of those things that every now and then I crave um, yeah, and not, I not every game does it well
1: Yeah, for me the last game that I ran to the difficulty to the hardest was um Titanfall 2 yeah I, that, that was it was a short campaign yeah it, it was it was getting me ready for the multiplayer as well so I wanted to get good at it and I found that Whatever the hardest difficulty was called, was really fun. Like you died quickly, but you played quickly, and it got you moving more. And I I played it like I played the multiplayer, and you know, it was that was. But like the Halo games. Mm. I always used to do them on the on Legendary. Yeah, did I did. When I used to play Call of Duty, I always used to do them on Veteran for the achievements. Yeah. Because mm. you finish the campaign yeah. and you get a thousand. So I'm like, yep, I'd do that. Absolutely. But yeah, you're right. Nowadays, it's just normal most of the time. Like, I
2: yeah. very rarely change occasionally, it. Occasionally,
0: even easy. I
1: change it to easy. Exactly right. Mm. Yeah. And I do, yeah. I do that quite often nowadays.
2: Yeah. There are some games out there, and like we, we keep dabbling sort of back towards Red Dead, but as, as a, it's a great example now because Jen's playing it. Um Red Dead doesn't have difficulty levels Red Dead is quite a difficult game at times but mm. it also can be quite forgiving you know Jono was running around on the train earlier and he took quite a few hits before he yeah. dropped yeah it was very forgiving and, yeah. and like absolutely no disrespect to you but you aren't completely familiar with the controls you're not completely oh. familiar with the Dead I I wasn't note. even trying to he didn't do cover He's he didn't wall know wall how, didn't how to properly heal himself yeah. we're all shouting out all these buttons and there are a lot of buttons in Red Dead Yes, um, but he still was able to, to have a go of it yeah, and he, and he survived quite, quite a long oh, time I was a god Um, You were But at the same point So Jen is not familiar with um, What I would call The Rockstar control system Mm. Which is Very unique to Rockstar Um, She's not familiar with that So what I've done To be able to help her Get through missions Which she seems to be doing Successfully Is I've turned on The auto aim To a system called Wide And what Wide does Is it's a tad more forgiving So if um, An enemy is directly In front of you And you aim So far To so many degrees To the left Mm. It will still lock onto them it's, oh, nice. it's, it's sort of more forgiving in the approach that's, So maybe she's not getting headshots um, But she can She'll move the, the control stick around And eventually she'll just It'll lock on every time Yeah, And she's used to pressing LT To reset that lock on Yeah, And you know like You know avid gamers and PC gamers And things like that will be like that's cheating And you know why is there auto aim But I mean let's put it this way The controller is not as great As a keyboard and mouse Yeah and regardless of that that's not a difficulty setting nobody's recommended me for to turn it on wide I've just looked at it and gone how does she play Um, I can't turn up the sensitivity too high because it's too fast for her yeah. So I've created a difficulty level, or at least the game has, yep. that is um, accommodating for her. I mean, is it is it easy mode? Yes, but not really because the health is exactly the same. Yeah. The enemies are exactly the same. The experience will be exactly the same. It's just that she has a little bit more of a. It's like golf. It's a handicap.
1: It's more of an accessibility. Yeah, it's an accessibility option. An accessibility option. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: I think,
0: a, I think that's a big thing like, and,
2: and the hilarious thing about all of this is that she talks about how bad she is at the game Right? I don't know if she can hear me but she talks about how bad she is at the game she, well, she, she was saying that before and, and I'm
0: just thinking my god you're a better gamer do you know than what the funny thing days?
2: is there's three levels right uh, or four levels there's like free aim something else free aim is like a yeah. PC controller something else normal which yeah. is what I play on and wide I've set it to normal and she doesn't know <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's cool yeah. Like i have downed to handicap that, letting her know. I feel like if I let her know, she'd just be like swinging the the, yeah. the control stick around the air. But um, but yeah,
0: no, she she's a fantastic ever. Yeah. Yeah. It always surprises me when when Jen says that it, she's it's, it's cool.
1: Online, can't wait to play with Jen in our posse.
0: That'd be
2: really really cool. That's gonna be awesome. Let's let's take a quick break just for a minute because it's super hot here, it and maybe hot. some water would be nice. And Joe is doing a great job with his is his throat. Um, yeah. Um, that's, that sounds so wrong. Anyway, I'm just going to cut and we will be back in just a moment.
0: And we're back after a short... We went down to the waterhole. We did go down to the waterhole because, my goodness, Sydney is hot tonight. It is. The weather in Sydney has been ridiculous and it's all or nothing. Well, I can see sheet lightning happening out the window. It's currently saying that it's 20 degrees... But it feels closer to at least 30. You can see what out the window? Sheet lightning. What's sheet lightning? You know, when the sky lights up, but yeah. you don't see a fork of lightning going down. So, what you're saying is rain is coming? Uh, no, it's when it's really hot, sometimes the atmosphere is enough to, to give you like storm like effects without getting into like rain and stuff.
2: You know a lot about the weather?
0: A little bit. I make it sound like I know a lot about the weather. You know so, what I've put it off long enough. Uh-huh. all I've all I've seen the entire time I've been away and when I got home was a billion messages about Red Dead Redemption too. I'm sorry I don't know, no, if it's, don't I don't know if it's
2: inconsiderate of us but like I don't think that Joe and I at least I was and I can't speak for Joe and Joe can't speak for himself I like I don't think that we expected it to be as good as it was
0: no I know I how much and we were, we were really both excited. amazed yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I didn't want you guys to ever feel like that I wasn't enjoying all the, the talk. I wasn't con- contributing much. But mind you, it took me a good week and a half to get over the jet lag. And then I've it, just been tired. On a super secret mission. Well, yeah, exactly. And I've been back at work and there's a lot going on at work at the moment. A lot of new training that I'm having to do. So my brain is just fried. So this is really nice to get together with you guys. And lovely, you know what? I've purposely tried to delay the talk about Red Dead Redemption 2. I, I listened to the Spider-Man podcast and, and cringed part of the way through thinking... I really want to play that evil men <laughs> but I was listening that on a flight and it was a lot of fun and very entertaining yep I was sad that I wasn't there um, but then I was on a flight I oh don't know I wanted to get off the plane I really wanted to get off the plane <laughs> those, those flights oh 24 hours on a plane because you can sleep on flights right nah I struggled this time around right yeah because yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I, I mean I, I, did, I did that trip recently myself yeah. and what, did you get off in Singapore or I oh, no, you
0: went somewhere else no uh, Dubai was the first stop on the way back and then Bangkok and, and how was the layover? Uh, hour and a half each time.
2: See, that's not bad. It's nice it to get good. off the plane. It was fantastic. You stretch ta- your oh, legs and stuff. Because on the way there, yeah, yeah, there yeah. was
0: no. It was just Dubai, so it was fourteen hours before we got to get off the plane, and then it was midnight there. Yep. Um, although Dubai Airport, everything's open twenty four hours a day. It is. So, did M sleep? No. So both of us were just absolutely. Has she ever had that? that
2: experience before of being up for that long, like that forced amount of
0: time? I don't think so. Wow, It yeah. changes you as a man or a woman. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll talk about that in another podcast. Okay. I'll tell you guys later. But yeah. It was yeah interesting. Oh, but so glad to be off that flight. But all that being said, let's talk where did. Mm-hmm. And we've subbed Joe out and brought in the true outlaw of the group. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the unsung quiet Jay. Yep. Jen.
3: Hello. Because
0: I've noticed... My Joe my, my Joe. my like, oh, Joe. Like, I wasn't meant to
3: be my Joe. I was like, like
2: oh, my Joe. What like a, a soft voice you have. But it just came out as my Joe, which is my true feelings. Every time I look at it, I'm like, my Joe. And anyway, that was terrible. I I'm so that, embarrassed. I oh, think no I emceed the wrong wedding. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs>
0: Do you take Joe? Oh, God. <laughs> no. I, I noticed throughout oh, the... He's <laughs> still here. I noticed throughout all the talk in... Um, in our chat, slowly as time went on, yeah, that you weren't playing, and then all of a sudden, Jason's mentioning, "Hey, Jen's playing. Oh, Jen's playing a lot. Oh, <laughs> Jen's really got into this game. Yeah. So, yeah. what suckered you in? Because they've been trying really hard to convince me that I need to buy a copy of this game. Yeah, and I've just gone, I can't steal a helicopter, no planes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm. Well, <laughs> I mean, you
3: can't steal a helicopter, but you can steal a. Uh, a horse carriage. That's.
0: I got to say, boarding that train before, so I got to <laughs> oh, play. Oh yeah, 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 that was cool. But that yeah, was what, what what did it for you? What was the?
3: So I think with this game, uh, I I knew of Red Dead Redemption One, um, the original game. Did and you play it? I didn't. I, no, so I've never neither. actually played. But looking at clips of it, I've read about it. Um, yeah. and this was, I think, when we when Jason and I first started going out. I, I was getting into games and. Um, I saw this game and I love the look of it and I do like, um, you know, a Western action type of um, film or whatever, but at at the time I thought, oh, this game would be totally up my alley. So I had a look at the gameplay and I was like, I don't know if I could do this type of game because I'm really bad at um, things like combat and like shooting games.
0: See, I've seen you play Monster Hunter Mm. and... You put Jason to shame in terms of how good you are at that game. It's because she's playing you. on the Xbox One X, and I've got the S, and the frame rate isn't as good. And as Joe
2: says, it looks like hot garbage. And it's just like, didn't you say that last time? You said it looked like it looked terrible. Yeah, anyway, sorry, continue.
3: Yeah, so like I think I, I saw the game, and I really wanted to get into it. And obviously, with the two coming out this year, I, I, I was... Kind of anticipating it, but I didn't know what kind of gameplay it had because I never really played the first game. When you say
2: you're anticipating as well, like every like you're big into sort of the social media kind of Mm. stuff. You're on Instagram and things like that, so you know when a game is going to be big. Yeah. Like, you see sort of the rumblings and the talkings of people in whatever community you're sort of listening to. Yeah. Well, the rest of us
0: old fogies just ignore the social media. (laughs) I'm sure you
2: don't. But something like Red Dead sort of gets the attention of people who might not otherwise play games. Yeah. Yeah. So every now and then
0: something will come along and Jen will know if it's going to be a big deal in advance. Mm. You're a really good gauge of that, Jen, I must admit. I've noticed that over the last a couple of years, because there was a couple other games. I think you were talking about God of War before we were. And, <laughs> uh, and there, was, right. there was something else. There was another game. but It always surprised me. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah.
3: I, I think I, I think it's easy for people to sort of talk about it, anticipate it, and, you know, assume what's going to happen to it. And, like, I've been to events with you guys, whether it's um, PAX or any other sort of gaming conventions. And oh, a Pax. lot of people do have... A lot of discussions about what's going to happen. So, Death
2: Stranding would be a good
3: example. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know anything about, um, like, the, maybe the mechanics of the game, or maybe nobody does, but yeah, um, it's something does. that a lot of people do talk about. Yeah. So, um, it, it's definitely the hot, hot game of of the year. And, you know, before you know it, November ro- rolled around and. Uh, we got into it Like it's, straight it's away It's one of those
2: games That people are afraid To release Their game around yeah. Do you know what I mean Like yeah. there, there, As an example There is uh, What is that um, Days Gone Is this yeah. PlayStation zombie game yeah. It's been It's been like, delayed again hasn't it? Heaps and heaps yeah. But like People are saying Like you know You, you can't relate really, Like even The Last of Us 2 Which is probably something That could be Potentially a contender For this Is that a category? It isn't But what I'm saying Is like I don't even know If like They would dare to do it No like, what, what came out around Red Dead?
0: I, I don't know. But, like, mm. I don't know why you would bother. I'll look it up. I'll find it. <laughs> I think it was
1: a Cabela's game or something. A, like
2: a big oh, game yeah. Again.
0: And that's an entirely different audience, so... Yeah. yeah. But not. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh! That's some pretty nasty lightning. It
3: anyway. Is, it's just started to rain. Um, yes. So, yeah, I think Jason and I, we, we started playing the game together um, at the same time. Yep. Um, because he has another Xbox, so we played on separate accounts. And Jason's the kind of person that plays something obsessively. So when this game started, he was playing it straight away. Whereas for me, it takes me a long time to get into yeah, a game I get that. because I don't know the mechanics. And every every time I find something difficult, I find it frustrating at the same time. Yeah. So like Monster Hunter, for example, like took me a long time to get into, it, but you know since then I've been obsessed yeah. and similar to Zelda and Stardew so I don't know if I've become that obsessed with this game in terms of how much I want to play but it's amazing in every aspects oh, cool. I, that I can recognize as a game um you know, everybody's talked about how beautiful it is, yeah. um, but I love the characters just as much. Like all the character, all the characters, the main ones, the, the supporting ones, are all interesting, and the dialogue is interesting. It makes it realistic, um, yeah. because to me, uh, the character development is just as important um, yeah. in making a game realistic. So, yeah, it's been it's been really really fun. Uh, okay. I- I'm still struggling with some of the mechanics and. Some of the tougher missions.
0: I know we were watching you during the first part of the podcast. And you were handling it just fine. (laughs) (laughs) Like
3: there would be some stuff that I think I do well in. But then I would just ride. And then I would you know my horse would crash into a rock and then I die so uh, there's like both of those things that sometimes I think I'm good and then other times I'm just like what am I doing take away this controller there's a cinematic
2: mode in the game that I showed you before Jono where because there's so much riding and because fast travel which is so common in open world games it doesn't really exist if you want to fast travel you have to go to this one specific destination which is your camp and then pick one of these places that you can go to and even then like you, I think the reason fast travel kind of doesn't exist is because it can't load it. As in, like, it, it takes you a while to get from point A to point B. When you fast travel, it shows you traveling here and then nighttime passes and you travel there. And you think it's like flavor to add to the immersion of it, but really it's just trying to load, load you to the game in the background. Yeah. Mm. And so, what they've done is, like, if you're going to make a game like this, eight years in development, 2,000 people made it. Eight different studios. Nothing like this has ever been done. Ubisoft potentially could come close to it, but they're pumping out games yearly, you know what I mean? Rockstar only come out with a game every so often, and I think it's been eight years since the last Red Dead. And so the crazy thing about this is that, like, first of all, they started developing this game with the technology that existed eight years ago and built up from there and got better and better, and they had things like... You know, you can see Max Payne three. You can see L.A. Noir, You yeah. can see Grand Theft Auto five. Oh, totally. You can see all of that. You know, with with their their Rockstar control system and stuff. But it's it's all there. It's like they've learned so findings. much. Absolutely, Absolutely. Yeah. there's like elements of Rockstar Presents Table Tennis in this game. Like yeah. it's it's all in there, right? And so like they've gotten to this point where they've made this big sprawling amazing immersive game that never existed before and there's animations for everything. Yeah. But really maybe behind the scenes all of this is just to be able to load the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. if, if this is on a console on the Xbox, standard Xbox, the S whatever, it looks great on the X, beautiful. Yeah. You know, the as an example, my friend Aiden who's who's been on the podcast before. He was like, should I get an Xbox One X? He's an avid PC gamer. He's like, I'm done with consoles, whatever. And I'm like, absolutely. Like, The X is a big jump up, even at 1080p. Let me finish. (laughs) And so, so, uh, anyway, $500, JB Hi-Fi, Red Dead Redemption, Forza Motorsport 4. Joe wants to talk about this game. Forza Motorsport 7, I think. $500
3: $500 for the uh, console saw that. that's uh-huh. I'm like
2: that's a deal Get that And he's just like Oh you know I can't really afford it I shouldn't really get it I didn't want to I was done with Xbox A long yeah. time ago The only thing I played Was Monster Hunter I'm like yep Absolutely Absolutely Speaks to his wife. His wife's like, "You don't need it." He's like, "You know what? I'm going to be good." I'm like, "That's a good decision. That's a good financial choice. You don't need it." <laughs> I can you see this have going an the Xbox other way. <laughs> anyway, right? So I get a picture two days ago. <laughs> Xbox One X. I'm like, "What'd you pay for that?" He's like, "He paid more for it than what he could have got it the uh, other day." He got it. He already bought a copy of Red Dead. He came with a copy of Red Dead. He sold it to his mate Sean for forty bucks. Uh, but he was just like, "I'm like, how did you sell this to Sam?" And he goes, "I got to Saint Denis, which is a town in the game. It's the yeah. big town in the game. This isn't a spoiler. It's just that's the name of the town." you get to this t- there might be a bigger town who knows but this is the town that we've all experienced he gets there and he goes I, I noticed a, a pretty big frame rate drop this is something a PC game is yeah. says, right I'm like you know alright then. And, then and I'm like so you're going to spend $500 to improve and he goes you know what he goes when I played the best game of my life I need to experience it to a uh-huh. full like instead and I'm like wow and I'm like she bought that and she said He said, she appreciated that I tried not to buy one. (laughs) So, I mean, if if that's any testament to this game, it's like somebody's willing to spend Mm. $500 for a slight boost to have the best experience. It might come out on PC, who knows? It probably will. It should. Um, But man, like, I don't know. There's something special going on here.
0: Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you've almost convinced me. (laughs) (laughs) You're a patient gamer. I am a patient gamer. Um, And I think that, that that's, you know... Actually, on that, I I went to EB and they're doing four for twenty bucks now. So it was two for twenty. Now it's four for twenty. Wow! I I think that's gone again. But they're just trying to get rid of the last of the (laughs) PS3 and an Xbox 360 stock, clearly. And um, I I finally cracked and filled in some of the gaps that you've been telling me to fill for a while now. So I got Last of Us. I got um, Heavy Rain. Jason. I got Killzone Two because I couldn't find anything else to fill the gap in the four. And the last one I got. I know it's not a great game, but I'm curious and I really want to play it. I've got PlayStation All-Stars Brawl.
1: Battle Royale.
0: Battle Royale. Thank you. I'm back. You are back. (laughs) Welcome back, Joe.
1: I have to say something about Red Dead and excuse my voice, but just hearing a conversation, I agree with all the praise that that game has received. Before the game came out, I remember Rockstar was touting this. um, They were saying, this is not an open world game. Mm. This is a Rockstar open world
0: yeah I heard like
1: that. Rockstar trademark you know open world, and I'm like, yeah that's that's like good publicity um, good marketing speak and whatever it's it's so true I, I believe that term, whatever they mean I've never played an open world game with and the the big word for me with this game is immersion mm. it is the most immersive game i've ever ever experienced yeah. so there's things in it. That like when I first played the, at, at the very beginning of the game, you know, as everyone says, it's very you know it's very slow, and you've got to kind of become accustomed to the pacing of the game. Yeah, and I found it really difficult to distinguish between the character voices.
3: Right, same at the beginning. Not really? Yeah, really, okay.
1: really tough. Mm. And I didn't like. I, I played Tomb Raider, which I'll talk about on another podcast. But one thing Tomb Raider did really well with the subtitles was it coloured. The subtitles where different people were oh, speaking. Oh, that's really cool. Right. It doesn't do yeah. it in this. Mm. So I found that really tough to say, all right, when is Arthur speaking? When is yeah. someone else talking? Whatever. But anyway... Do you know that in the options menu you can put the name of the person before who's talking? No,
2: I
0: didn't. That's an option. It actually goes Arthur you in the just
1: name. made this game better for me. <laughs> all right,
0: I'm going to go back to where I was. Then. Thank no. you. Just, just when you thought the game couldn't get any better. I do want to ask a question as soon as you're done.
1: Yeah, but I was like... So, the immersion, in the, the immersion in this game, like it is a game, of course, there are systems. You can kind of see, you know, when you're in town, you can talk to people and there's only so much what you can do, but you can walk around this world and just like soak it in. Yeah. Like I was saying before to you guys, two nights ago, my wife was just finishing, you know, with putting one of our kids um, to bed. I'd finish with, with the others. And um, I was like, all right, I'm not going to get to play much. We've been watching that maniac show on mm-hmm. Netflix or near the end. So I thought, I'm just going to load it up. And wherever I am, I'm just going to roam around. Yeah. So I loaded up in camp, in in, our, in the main camp, um, and just walked around and just mm. went up to people and just started speaking. Yeah. And then some people would come over and go, hey, Arthur, come over here. Yeah, so they yeah. go yeah. over. And they'd just start talking to me about things. Yeah. And someone would be asleep and I'd kick him and wake them up. And they're yeah. like, oh, what do you want? And I said, <laughs> like, oh, you, you can choose whether you antagonize or you greet them or whatever. Yeah. And like, you know, I'd go, oh, don't worry about it. And they'd go, Ah, oh, let me go back to sleep, which is very small. But then, like, somebody said, oh, let's go and do this, you know, something, let's go and rob this house or whatever. So we'll go and do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, we, we do that, we start coming back. And as we're coming as we're coming back, there's somebody on the side of the road who needs my help. And yeah. I can choose whether to go and help them or not.
3: Yeah. And there's yep. animals
1: and you kind of, you know, you can you go hunt and them. hunt them, whatever <laughs> you might want to do. Mm. And all of this, like, you've got, there's so much player agency with what you want to do. Like, you can just mainline this game and I don't know how long it would take you but I imagine it would be upwards of 30 hours or so the, mm. the pacing that it seems to be going but I, I hear it takes about 60 hours to experience yeah, I've heard that too. the mm. majority of the game but so much of it as Jace was saying is that slow pacing you know it's riding your horse from point A to point B yeah but it is just the the, the world is just so well created and there was just so much life to it, and so much realism in your interactions, and mm. the way the camera kind of frames when you're doing. There's a thing you can do called cinematic mode. When you yeah, Jason it was talking about. And you can flick between things, and when you're in cutscenes, when you're talking to different people, like there's one cutscene where one of the people you're talking to is drunk. And so when the camera's focused on them, it's kind of waving around, yeah. giving yeah. you the indication, and then it focuses back on you and it's just still. Mm. And, it, and it's just, it's so incredibly crafted. And like mm. to the point where my wife, Ali, she's not, she does not like westerns. It's like her least favorite yeah, genre. You know. yeah. But she's watched a lot of this game. And like I've said to her, like this is by far the best storytelling. Like, not the, not, not, I don't think it's the best story I've come across, but it's the best at like this point. Anyway, but the way, that the way the characters speak, and like I'm my favorite part of the game so far, everyone talks about you know the Lenny uh mission, which is which is yeah, really cool. Yeah, that was cool. fantastic. Yeah, and I know Johnny John got to experience that, but I went fishing with two of the other characters, and as we start going back, they just start to go, Oh, do you want to sing a song? You know, I'm like, yeah, of course I want to, you know, sing a song. And we start singing this song, and it is so crude and it's so disgusting, but it's so it's, hilarious.
2: It's like the Sea Shanties from uh, Black Flag all over again. Exactly, right. <laughs> and it's
1: about potatoes. And and if you know which one that is, you you you're laughing just thinking about it. And I was just like, and and Ali's there, what watching this, and she's laughing and like, it's so incredible. In that moment, like, there's these human moments between your characters, between these very, you know. Despicable people, if you think about it at all. Yeah. Mm. Um, but it's it's just the the immersion. Like I'm in this world. You know, I'm going to the saloon, and people are doing things and going about their business. And you know, I, I followed a guy who went into the graveyard who just kind of knelt in front of a tombstone. Mm. So he's got a story, this guy. You know, it's mm. a little thing like that. Yeah. But it's just it's the, the immersion for me, and I've only I'm only up to chapter three. I don't know how many hours I've played I've played a lot of this game mm. like I, I've got does the, it
0: track the stats or
3: yeah, t- the, you, can, you can
1: see it on Xbox as well okay. um, I'm oh, about 30 something percent yep. complete in my save I think yeah. about 35
3: we're about the same yeah you know I mean? mm. yeah. And
1: um, but I would have got to chapter 3 I got to chapter 3 quite quickly, quickly than I thought yeah. but in chapter 3 I'm just I'm even more appreciating yep. the world and wanting to just kind of live in it yeah. and just do things. And I'll put it on at night and I'm like, I'm just going to do whatever comes my way rather than go to the main mission. I'm mm. just going to go to a side mission and then go and collect the bounty and then go and track an animal and this, that, yeah. and the other. and yeah. so much to do and it's just, yeah. it's incredible. And yes, Rockstar have created a very different game that on paper is something i probably wouldn't really enjoy mm. the pacing particularly but it's just that the, the pacing helps immerse immer, immerse you immer, yeah i can't speak that's all right. in the world and it's oh it's incredible it's incredible storytelling yeah. the funny
2: thing about that mission by the way is that originally it starts out as a fishing trip then it all goes wrong because yes of course it will yeah. and as you go through the mission which is it's quite a long mission and there's a, a train heist or well, there's like you, you jump onto a train and fight some guys and blah 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 and originally like I said it started as a fishing trip yeah. you get towards the end of it I'm like well what about the fishing and then the guy says to you you still want to go fishing and you're like yeah I want to go but fishing but you could that's say no like, you could yeah. say no if you wanted to yeah. you could and mm. that's that's really cool you were going to ask a question before John do you remember
0: yeah I, I do Um, so you guys have been talking about immersiveness in a big way and how important this has been I really like it I, I can see from the bits I've played now mm. I hate the fact that you've won me over I was determined not (laughs) but I will eventually play this game because it's very cool and and I agree westerns are not my cup of tea but this I see it more as a human story as opposed to a western just with really great mechanics and really really well styled I mean I'll get over the fact there's no helicopters with rocket launchers not yet yeah, not yet exactly um, like, like, go
1: big turn on chapter 5 yeah, yeah you're, you're time, back to the future your time travel there's Terminators <laughs> and it all goes crazy
0: but there was a mention of, of fast travel I know Jace was talking about it mm. do you guys use fast travel in any of your other open world games in, in GTA
1: whenever I last GTA whenever I got in my car I would always fast travel mm. in this I unlocked just two nights ago or something the ability to fast travel because I did an upgrade to my camp I don't, I don't know if I'll ever use it because okay. the the conversation you have with your other characters when you're going anywhere, like if I've got to go to a mission, I want. To, I don't want to miss that conversation. Like yeah. When I finish the story, I'll be fast traveling everywhere to go and do whatever I need to finish it up. Yeah. Mm. But while I'm enjoying the pacing and the kind of overall world and everything, I don't want to miss things. Yeah. Like I, I will finish a mission and I will go and like, I, I finished one the other nights and I could have just left and it said to me, go and check the barn. Like that's what another guy said, you know, I reckon the stuff's in the barn. Mm. We go to the barn then there's a house. I go in the house and then I come outside and there's another little, like a little shanty off to the side yeah. or something. I go in there and I get this awesome shotgun. Oh, and nice. I go, oh, this is my weapon of choice now. Yeah. It's mm. like, I could have just completely missed that.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and then I wonder how much, I, I can only imagine mm. how much I've missed of dialogue and conversation, yeah, yeah. and like in the camp, there's a there's a cool scene where you like there's a big group of people at one stage in the game, mm. and um, I only experienced so much of the conversation. Like I kind of stopped it earlier than I kind of yeah. I wish I did now that I think about it. But yeah. there's mm. just so much there.
3: Yeah, you did mention before how you're afraid of how much you're missing out when you don't listen to the dialogue or when you're not yeah. talking to someone. Like it's almost like. Um, you know, how how much... Like, the, that fear of missing out. Like, how much of it... It's because yeah. it's so good. Yeah. Like, it's
1: so... Like, I play, how many games have we played where we get, like, audio logs and diary entries? Yeah. like, this has a journal. I have the companion app on my phone. I read the journal yeah. in bed
0: before no. I go to sleep. <laughs> and then I go and read One Piece. But that's, that's, cool. like, that's
3: my life now. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah.
0: Jen, do you fast travel in games?
3: Um, I don't. Mostly because I just forget... <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, if if some if if a mission tells me oh you got to go here and then they start on the map like that trail thing that it tells you how to go how to get there, I just start riding the horse like yeah. it, it's not in my nature to think oh how how do I do something. You did that in Zelda. Yeah. Well, I mean like I I I'm not good enough of a, a gamer yet to go. Oh yeah, like what about fast traveling in a game? Like that should be a thing. You know, the, uh,
0: I don't think that way. You fast travel quite often in games. I, I do, guess. and I'm
2: glad that this doesn't ex- exist in Red Dead in the same fashion that it wouldn't in every other game. The, the funny thing about that as well is that with Jen, I can't say that Jen's a non-gamer. No, uh, she, I can't either. She doesn't have the same experience that, that the three of us have had um, with understanding the development of a game's mechanics. Mm. So She's let's catching just pretend up fast. <laughs> yeah, she is. But let, let's just pretend for a moment. Sorry to talk that, about you in the third person. Let, let's pretend for a moment that um, Red Dead was one of the first games that, that Jennifer played. Mm. Uh, it, it's a little bit like. Um, I promise this is going somewhere. It's a little bit like sitting down with your mum, and your mum sits down and she goes, try that, or try this, or do that. And you're like, well, I can't do that. Like, I can't do this. Mm. They. People who approach video games sort of approach it like movies or like real life, where they're like, well, in real life you can do this, so why shouldn't you do that? Mm. Go up and punch that person, or um, steal that thing, or do this, or whatever. And so games uh, like the Elder Scrolls series have accomplished that over time. It's yeah. You can role play as that character, but you kind of—it's a little bit like uh, early games like GTA Three. GTA Three was one of the first games where you got your own apartment, yep. and I still remember getting in my car that I had my own parking spot for, yep. and I would drive around and I would stop at red lights. I mean, GTA is about drugs and murder. It's mm. not—it's not the sort of thing where the game wants to do that. But you could—you yeah. wanted to be this character. Now all of a sudden we have this game where you can do all of these things. There's literally a button press for almost anything. And something as simple as sitting down at a campfire, or pressing X to sing a song, um, or speaking to a person and actually having somewhat of a meaningful conversation that isn't like go and collect X amount of this. Yeah. Um, it's just like you know, oh, you know, you, you did something, and then you talk to that person about that mission or that thing that you did, uh, and they're like, oh yeah, that was a good time. Um, or, well, I'll, I best, I best be getting on. They're like, not a problem. It. Yeah. I don't know. It's 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 so different, and and that that's why it's unique. Because I feel like this is the first game that I've played in the longest time. Where if my mum was sitting next to me, who's watched many a western, mm. where she would say, "Oh, well, you know, you know, um, why don't you brush your horse?" Mm. or "Oh, your poor horse," or like you know, if I was to, you know, can you go and pat that dog? Yeah. Yes, games have dabbled in patting dogs before. It's a small thing. There's no real meaning to it, you know, but. It's something that you can do And mm. I can like Sure I can do that Yep I can do this Oh that guy has a
1: funny face Punch
2: him You know you can do
1: that yeah. But that's the meaning for it Is to immerse you in the world though Isn't it like, Absolutely like the patting of the dog I did by chance Like I held my left trigger To kind of look at it Yeah And then it's like um, Praise There's so praise, praise
2: Scold it. And then as yes. you get closer Pat, pat. Or I think uh, you okay. can probably Kick it or something But it's like It's it's crazy that it, it, It's a simple mechanic And everything But it, it's
1: Oh Speaking of mechanics, Chase, can you tell the people at home the hot tip for holding your gun in the air? That oh, was so cool!
2: Oh yeah. So like, I kept feeling like this was the sort of game where at some point you could scare off an animal or scare people off as mm. a yeah. warning. And like, instead of holding the left trigger in and then using the right thumbstick to point your gun into the sky, which you wouldn't a first person or a third person yep. shooter if it allows you to, you can actually hold an LT, press up on the D pad. And Arthur will hold the gun in the air and fire like after you press a RT, shot. a fire a warning shot. Mm. Um, and that was just something I expected to be in the game. I couldn't figure it out. It never told me, and I just felt like it had to exist. So I googled it, and it was a thing. Yeah, mm. that's very. Good. Which is strange because this game. One thing that's super negative about. Well it's not negative because it's nice to find these things yourself. But like the game doesn't tell you stuff. Mm. Yeah, the ho- I'm still in a tutorial and I'm 30 hours in. <laughs> Like the only game that's been this bad at tutorials, thirty hours in is Persona, uh, which I am yeah. at seventy-five hours in. I'm in November and the game ends in December, and I just cannot finish this thing. Oh, but anyway, yeah. that's enough. Forget about that. I don't want to talk about that. But yeah,
0: well, I'm impressed with how much you guys are enjoying it. It's good, and it, and how immersive it is for you guys as well. So mm. yes, eventually I might crack in time. <laughs> My patient gamer friend. Yes, indeed, indeed. <laughs> well, I think this has been a great podcast. I enjoyed this. Yes, and thanks for joining in, Jen.
3: Thank you for having me. I enjoy talking about Red Dead.
0: Always welcome, including you pressing the A button immense times that we could hear during our last. Oh, I'm so sorry. No,
3: don't apologize. It was (laughs) hilarious. It was
0: great. I
1: think we'll be talking about more Red Dead in
0: the future. Yeah, yeah, I'm afraid of that too. Feeling for that,
1: (laughs) but there are some other games we'll talk about
0: next time. Indeed, Mm. a bit more life. Yeah, there's still more of Europe to tell you about. Awesome. Although I might bore you off the podcast. And as always, this has been Versus Player. You can find us on versusplayer.com, on iTunes, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, and, you know, the usual places. I mean, hell, you found us, so you're already listening. Thanks for your patronage, as always. We enjoy bringing this to you. And if you have any questions, please shoot us an email, because we get lonely. Thanks. Is anyone else going to say thanks? Because, you know, that's just rude. And that's what we call the ring dang do.